Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host, Denise Messenger, for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today, which is August 23rd. 2017. I have been really looking forward to our guest today. He is an incredible gift to all of us relative to all the research that he has done and all the books that he has written. I know of very few authors that have actually written over 30 books. So that in itself is amazing. We have with us today Dr. Kath Ingram, and our subject matter will be the Lyme Disease Cure, which is a book that he has written. I know a lot of you probably have a lot of questions about Lyme disease. It's a forever problem uh, relative to uh, curing it. And I, I greatly look forward to hearing Dr. Cass Ingram's perspective on Lyme disease. His background is that he's a nutritional physician He received his B.S. in biology and chemistry from the University of Northern Iowa and then his D.O. from the University of Osteopathic Medicine. He has, like I said, over 30 books that he's written, and let's bring him on our show now. Let's not waste any more time. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, Yeah, what I, I, I can tell you about Lyme disease is from personal experience. I don't think I would have ever written that book, The Lyme Disease Cure, although it it really should have been penned because of the the dire uh, corruption or you know the suffering that the people are undergoing. But I had actually contracted it about five years ago, and that's how I I decided to pen the book. Personal experience. Mm-hmm. I got it in the deep woods of Wisconsin when I was not paying attention those last two days on my research project in the deep scrub. And uh, ended up with a very, very severe case, went into my brain and spinal cord, uh, ended up in a wheelchair for three months, um, you know, hobbling around or having people carry me to the kitchen or to the restroom or what have you. So I I know from what I speak. Yes, you (laughs) do. uh, You know, I eradicated it. So that's hope for everybody listening. And I've got many hundreds of people who are following my protocols. Now, I didn't use any drugs. You know that. I I used the natural Mm -hmm. cures and remedies. But... But many, many hundreds now uh, of people doing very well, including 20- and 30-year Lyme veterans who had no hope whatsoever, and they're doing what I did or, or more than what I did, and there you have it. What is the test that uh, patients take to find out if they have Lyme disease? Well, here's a couple things. I, you know, we can do the test. The best test, really, the only test these days is the IgNX test. But we can we can do blood and look for immunoglobulins and and so forth. And maybe we have a, a, a positive or you know chain reaction on on some of the immunoglobulin chains. Mm-hmm. But what if we have a false negative? Uh, that does happen, although it's not so common with IgNX. But Maybe with Western blot and some of these other tests, you get a false negative, and so you don't have Lyme. But, see, I use symptoms. I use symptoms in history more than I do the test. The and pattern of Lyme. Well, the pattern of Lyme is very, very easy to pin down. You have a relatively healthy individual who has some association with, with woodsy areas or with the backyard and dogs and long grass and leaving and mowing and outdoors and not paying attention and and they get mountain sick biking. In the, 
yeah, of course, there's all that wilderness stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then they get sick uh, in the spring, summer, or fall, and it makes no sense, and it goes into one knee or one one large joint, a deltoid or an ankle. It goes in there in a lot of the cases, or it goes into the brain and spinal cord and creates a neuroborreliosis, which is uh, very, very serious. Um, it can mimic, there are many mimics of Lyme, like scleroderma, lupus, certainly um, Bell's palsy. Many times you'll have the presenting symptom of Bell's palsy with nothing else. So you have mm. to have a high MS-like symptoms, clumsiness, falling, uh, dizziness, uh, loss of gait function, paralysis, half-body half paralysis. You have to have uh, tremor, lockjaw, uh, TMJ gets attacked in some cases. Uh, you have to have a high level of suspicion, especially in the Lyme pandemic zones like Wisconsin and Michigan, Minnesota, the upper northwestern seaboard. You see what I'm saying? North Carolina, yes. Virginia, woodsy areas, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so for example, I gave a lecture, you know, because my protocol is becoming quite well known. Good. Uh, because it's effective and it's non-toxic and it's given people hope and all. So I'm giving, I've given about 15 lectures in the in the hot zone, and that's Pennsylvania. 60% of all Lyme cases in the United States are diagnosed in Pennsylvania. So hmm. it's a big state. Yeah, you know, it's a pandemic. So. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving this lecture, and I said, okay, so how many of you have got proven Lyme disease in the audience? So 25 people raised their hands. It was proven either by testing or whatever, bullseye rash, right? Mm-hmm. So then I said, I'm going to analyze the rest of you, and I'm going to find at least 25 or 30 cases of Lyme right in this audience. In fact, I did. Oh, my gosh. You have Lyme, you have Lyme, you have Lyme, you have Lyme, you have Lyme. There were two or three people who were paralyzed. And they weren't diagnosed with Lyme. They were diagnosed with MS, but they had a tick bite. Mm. You know, so so tremor, uh, uh, full body inflammation, single joint, inability to put the arm through a shirt, you know, deltoid issues. There's a pattern with Lyme. Mm. And so... Pretty and, dramatic. And, and, well, you're talking about the Lyme corkscrew spirochete Borrelia burgdorferi, bore for Borrelia, the bores into the brain, spinal cord, into the subcutaneous tissue, into the joints, and creates havoc upon humankind. Furthermore, you're not just dealing with a normal pathogen; you're dealing with a biological agent, which has been di- which has been designed so that it does not, uh, so it evades the immune surveillance. You know about that. No, I don't. Why don't you well, you don't talk know about, about Plum Island. As the wind no. blows, Plum Island is nine to ten miles north of Lyme in Old Lyme, Connecticut, and the outbreak occurred in the 1970s during the same year that Plum Island was uh, doing tick research by injecting ticks colonies with pathogens that were meant to disable humans so that they would become weak and feeble in the battlefield. Oh, my gosh. So so we know this, and then West Nile is very similar. West Nile can't be in New York or Suffolk County or Long Island or Long Island Sound. It can't be. No, you know, it's West Nile. It wasn't there before. It's never going to be, right? Mm-hmm. But for Plum Island. Plum Island... Uh, infected the mosquitoes with West Nile virus and it got out of the box. That's a definite, by the way. It's very difficult to prove Lyme because that's been well covered up. We can mm-hmm. presume it, you know, mm-hmm. presumptive. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, because you didn't have Lyme disease in this country in the 50s and 40s and you can even early 60s, 70s. You could mess around in the woods, you wouldn't get Lyme disease. Who's going to get it then, you see? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, so, well, that's so a, we that's got a problems. Very difficult. Yes, that's that's very difficult when you have a biological agent that was. Specifically How is the body going to deal with it? So that's the problem. So that's why I, I I'm glad I got the stupid Lyme. I wasn't happy at the time, and I've uh-huh. come to I've come to believe, 
and I have reason for this, that it is a mm-hmm. biological agent because there's no way the body can deal with it. And it was eating me up, and I'm a tough guy. It was eating me mm-hmm. down. So, And I had to deal with it by burning it out, using the uh, natural cures. Burn it right out. Burn it down to the bone. Mm. That was mm. my protocol. Mm. You see, and then How the long did it take kind of, you? Oh, two, three years. Two, two years. Two, three years. You get rid of it. Yeah. But mm. I wasn't that consistent. You know, I'd get better, and I'd go out and do my thing, and then it'd, it'd relapse. So finally mm-hmm. I got so sick of it. I just pounded the product until I probably smelled like a pizza kitchen or something else. You know, I <laughs> pounded the oil of oregano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The good old P73, the edible. I don't mess around with the junk. Good old Super Strength P73 to the rescue. Oh, you know, and, my gosh. Yeah, the Orega Rest, the Juice, the Orega Max, pound. The bone active. Bone active came in very handy. I'll tell you why in a bit what's in there. Okay. The okay. total body purge. I sometimes would mix that with the juice of oregano and take about 10 or 20 or 30 gel caps of the P73 down the hatch. Down the hatch, blast it out of Dodge. I'm not going to mess around. It was messing with me. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. put that boy to bed. I also used a lot of top. Now, it wasn't easy. I'm not saying it's going to be a breeze. Right? No, no. Say that. No, no. Somebody could have Mm-mm. a die off. I had a bit of that. Somebody could be too sick and tough, tough to get the doses down. It's, you know, somebody's paralyzed. I have a guy who lost his vision from Lyme. It ate up the back of his eyes. Oh, my but gosh. But he gets better. We got him on the protocol and all the other symptomology. His skin was yellow, and the yellowness mm. went away when he went on the protocol. Yeah, all that bizarre. Now, his vision, who knows? I mean, God help him, and maybe somehow can, I don't know, but it's a, it's a bad one. Oh, oh, poor guy. Yeah, poor guy's right. But he's like a, he's like an angel. He's happy with whatever gains he makes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's, it's a tough mm-hmm. one. You know, it's Lyme disease, after all, and you can have the co-infections and Babesia and then Mycoplasma, which is also man-made. I mean, you got to, you got to hang. I'm sorry, but you're gonna to have to uh, hang, draw, and quarter that old Rockefeller. May he roast in hell. He was mm-hmm. the one behind this uh, Plum Island, that dirty rat. So you know, it's, it's this is the plague that we've been, we've been, we have to suffer with. Yes. Um, and people are dying prematurely at a young age. Pets, dogs going lame and dying. You know, it's mm-hmm. bad news. It's very uh, bad. Very, but very I've bad. been able to prevail over it personally. Mm-hmm. I've also invented, because of the crisis, a spray that's so effective, made from natural extracts, herbal Protex, by the way, that if you spray that on, the ticks won't want you, won't won't have anything to do with you. They'll go the other way. They hate <laughs> you. So that was a nice innovation, you see. Uh, very. Yeah. yeah. They'll hate so you. So there's prevention and there's treatment. You don't want to get Lyme, but you also want yeah. to prevent it, you see. I mean, you want to treat it if you have it. Yeah. Are the, are the that. areas, uh, the terrain where, where the ticks reside, are they affected by hot weather or cold weather? Well, the hot, hot weather is not good for ticks. Uh Moist, you know, a lot of soil moisture, damp, moderate heat is good for them. Uh, okay. The, you know, they do very, very well if 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 there's a tropical type climate. There are a lot of ticks in tropical countries, but but you know, deep cold, really bitter cold, will kill most of them and knock them down. Mm. We haven't had a lot of that. So no. the tick population really went, I think, doubled or tripled in some areas this year. Oh, that's just wonderful. <laughs> so what what you want to do, you want to be aware of it. You know, you want to try to prevent. You want to follow my advice there, which we'll give out. And then you want to know what to do to treat it. And then the third thing is if you get a tick on, what do you do? Ticks on, you got to kill it. Uh, now you can pull it out. You can... You can take your flat-edge tweezers if you can get a good grip on it and pull it out. Mm-hmm. Or you can do my other technique, which is to have a bottle of the Super Strength P73 oil. Now, I'm not endorsing the company. I'm endorsing myself. I'm going to tell you what's going to work. 
So this T73 works. It burns the tick up, and the tick dies uh, right there. Mm. And that can be fair. You know, that can be very useful if it's an embedded tick. So you could saturate the cotton, paper tape on the P73, go to the doctor's office or hospital, have them take it out. But maybe by that time, it'll be burnt into oblivion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so on. So, so those are the three things with the tick. Uh, we should probably start with prevention where there's still going to be a lot of Lyme this year, but we could maybe be less uh, in your audience by doing my my protocol, which is long pants, uh, socks pulled over the pant leg, long-brimmed hat. If you're in a hot zone especially, long sleeve shirt with rubber bands. If you're in a hot zone and you're leaving and you're treeing and you're this and you're that and you know there's ticks around, uh, rubber bands around the long sleeve, uh, herbal protect x sprayed on the shoes the the you know light colored clothes and on the pant leg the socks up to the knee and on the exposed skin keep it long if they see a lot of ticks around apply another time or two usually one or two treatments is plenty for that it's so powerful uh spray your dog uh, don't let the dog bring the ticks back. Spray the dog in the underbelly mm-hmm. and between the shoulder blades and on the pads of the feet with this stuff. Now, then when you get home, strip the clothes off. Have somebody inspect you. If, if you can't do that, inspect yourself. Get in the shower with a loofah. Scrub down real good and throw your clothes in a garbage bag. Take them down to the dryer and throw them in the dryer. Don't wash them. Throw them in the dryer, which will uh, dry up the ticks and kill them. They'll mm. die. You know, an hour and a half, or an hour in hot, hot dryer, and then I mean that may not be feasible for some plasticized clothes. Those you'll have to put in the garbage bag and figure out what to do with. But mm-hmm. uh, maybe hose them off or what have you. But um, but so it's 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 my protocol, you know, and and it works. Uh, and if we could get this applied, do you think the national government would ever do anything about Lyme? This stupid. Uh, money thrown away on who knows what, and not one national alert uh, from the government. They're busy playing all these games, getting everybody confused with who's who's saying what and who's saying what about who and who's going to get impeached and who's not going to get impeached and who, you know all this garbage. So everybody's distracted and not one word about the Lyme pandemic. Never does the federal government even breathe about it. Mm. Somebody ought to kick them in the knees. They're no good. Mm. Mm. You didn't know I was going to tell you that, but, you know, uh, I'm frustrated uh, because I'm the only voice uh, that's sounding the alarm. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. My alarm mm-hmm. is that we have a gross pandemic where we probably will see three to four times the cases of Lyme disease this year than the CDC predicts, which is 300,000. So I'm saying 1.2 million. These people are going to be a burden on themselves and their families. They're going to not know in many cases that they have Lyme. It's going to, uh, then if they have a husband or a wife or a partner, they're going to give it to each other sexually, and that's what it is. It's really bad news. So it is sexually transmitted. Oh, no question about it. Proven. Absolutely proven. Mm. Thousand percent Mm -mm. proven. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, so How's, what we're doing. Is it just it just it literally embeds itself it, in the bodily fluid. It embeds itself huh? in the vaginal tract or the you know the uh, prostate or the seminal, and uh, so you have sex and bang you know you get your load of uh, Borrelia burgdorferi mm-hmm. and, and oh my gosh and that, you know, uh, oh gosh so it's uh, and mycoplasma is sexually transmitted so. So we've got now explain to explain to our listeners um, your definition of mycoplasma. Mycoplasma. Mycoplasma is a kind of a mutation between bacteria and viruses, and it's an intracellular pathogen that disrupts the mitochondria. It's a major cause of chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia. It's a has been produced by the U.S. government as a bioweapon, was put into missiles to be shot. Uh, was part of the Gulf War syndrome when they blew up the U.S. ordnance they sold over there to the tyrants and uh, so they had to go over there and blow up their own munitions because they sold it to them you know hide Mm. the evidence but when they did that the cloud of mycoplasma infected the gulf war uh, troops and and they got mm -hmm. sick yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 
and uh, nobody's immune. The general Schwarzkopf, he died what of prostate cancer, who knows? But I mean, the generals, the colonels, the privates, everybody could be exposed, along mm-hmm. with the general population that lived there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a mycoplasma fermentans. is a patent by the U.S. government on it. You know, they're really bad news. I have to tell you, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. federal government should be basically shuttered. We should operate from state levels. Everything they do is, is squandered and wasted. Nothing good comes out of it. And here they are creating these biological agents and then putting them on the human beings in the United States, which we pay for our taxes, then they do the research, then they release these poisons, and we suffer the consequences. Uh, it's just, And then the other thing that you have to consider is that these chronic in- diseases, these chronic infections, other than myself, nobody knows how to treat them. Mm-hmm. I know how to effectively eradicate them. I talk mm-hmm. about that in the cures in the cupboard and the Lyme disease cure, but I'm one guy. Mm-hmm. So that's the situation. Let's back it up just a little bit for for our listeners. What are the conventional medications that are most often only. used? Only tetracycline. Only the doxycycline. That's it, huh? That's it. Nothing. There's no. You cannot use prednisone. You cannot use uh, Motrin. They definitely make it worse. There's nothing but those that one class of antibiotics. And there's nothing for Babesia that's any good. Uh, there's nothing for mycoplasma, Zip. So you have all mm. those co-infections. And all you're doing is treating, if you successfully prevail over the Lyme spirochete, you're not prevailing over the co-infections with that protocol, which is the doxycycline. Now, we're not opposed to doxycycline and it has its value, but I tell people, if you're going to take the, the, the antibiotic, you should also take the oregano with it. The oil, the oregamax, the juice is a minimum protocol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I had a guy, a little off subject, that had uh, Lyme in his wrists, in his, in his uh, elbows, and he couldn't make a fist for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Mm. I put him on the super strength oregano oil, juice of oregano, oregamax, bone active, rubbing oil, bone active capsules. He came back to me, I think it was a month later, and he could close his fists for the first time in 20 years and therefore now write a letter. It's Mm. pretty considerable. I had a guy Mm -hmm. with Lyme tremor, and we added one more component to the protocol, which is a cannabis extract known as hempanol, hempanol super strength. Lime tremor for about 25 years. He couldn't write his name. By the time he was done in 90 days with the protocol, which is the oil, the juice, the oregamax, the uh, bone active, and the hempanol, adding that in, he was able to write a full letter and could sign his name. Now, he still had some tremor, but like only about 7%, so 93% reduction in the shakes, which we'll take that. That means there's still some damage in the brainstem from the spirochete infection. It's going to take time to heal. If even it can heal, we don't know. Uh, but uh, it's possible to heal in some of the, you know, this guy was like 75. You know. Okay. So, I, uh, but, you know. Because you had mentioned earlier that it was in your brain. But yes, it, it was in my brain. It was in my brain, and I was But different left from with, this guy. Well, this was different because I okay. caught it fairly early. This guy, who knows what happened 25 okay. years ago. Okay. So he sustained quite a bit of damage, but I caught it. I hit, hit it. I treated it. And the only mm-hmm. thing I'm left with is that I'm a little clumsy. So if I'm trying to walk a straight line, sometimes I'll walk off <laughs> at 20 degrees, <laughs> <laughs> which I can put up with because that's getting better, you know, as the brain stem heals from the, you know, the inflammation. And But, I mean, you know, I... I, I was a frustrated animal when I had the Lyme. I mean, I, I, I just, you know, I, 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 I'm a strong guy. I don't have any problems. What am I doing with Lyme disease? You know, I was like, mm-hmm. I don't believe mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And the oregano initially, didn't. all it did was prevent me from dying, which we can give mm-hmm. credit for that. I didn't get a lot better the first round. I had to take mega doses to get cured. Have you ever taken oil of oregano? Yes, it's very so. strong, very okay. strong. So if you, would you be a little shy to take a whole dropper full and hold it under your tongue, a little bit shy? I wouldn't like be shy. It's, it's just it's, it's very strong. 
Well, I know it's so strong. I probably, so gonna... I probably would hold my nose. While okay, so you do something. How about drinking uh-huh. an entire bottle all at once? Oh no! Oh, I don't know. I don't yeah, think that's I what could, I did. I could pull that off. Yeah, I, I drank. I, I drank the whole bottle for seven days in a row, and that's how I started to get well. You know, drink the you whole get stomach. an upset stomach from it? No, nah, I didn't get no upset stomach. I dumped it in a glass of water and drank it down the hatch. I'm not going to allow myself to have an upset stomach. I got to upset the lime. You got it. You got to you get got after it. it. Mm-hmm. You got mm-hmm. to you got to know that uh, our great God has made this stuff to just burn all these poisons out, all these pathogens. You just have to get after it. You have to know. See, you might make the mistake of going online and Amazon. Oh, there's a hundred different oregano oils. Well, I can't recommend those for daily use. I'm sorry. So you make the mistake. You buy something that. Why not? Well, we analyzed about thirty brands. Okay. You know, all of it started with the P73. Then everything's a copycat. Well, that's one thing. If they copy it right, that's fine. But we analyzed 30 brands, and there were only, out of 30 brands, there were only two or three that were any good. Most mm. of them had, had synthetic carbocrawl added. Others had way too much thymol, which is not the right profile. Others were suspicious maybe of being genetically altered, uh, like a genetically engineered stock, which they're doing out of Israel and some other places. I know I attended the conference and they're creating clones, engineered clones of oregano for, you know, Why? for high carbocrawl to make to standardize high carbocrawl and sell it on the open market for high, you know, for 350 or $400 a liter. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. so it, money, money, money. Money, money, money. Da da mm-hmm. da da da. Jeez. But uh so that's kind of caused the corruption and so well you know, people can't take those brands on a daily basis. Okay, they can use them. They can use Young Living here and there, and they're germicides. But my protocol calls specifically for the P73, the Oregamax, Oregaresp juice of oregano. I know what works. I know what's safe. I know I don't get any liver toxicity with the people. I know they can take high doses without any damage to their kidneys or livers or whatever. So I just pound it out. And uh, and and I and I've had some acute cases of Lyme. They've come to come to me with a bullseye rash and sudden onset Lyme, and we were able to beat it without the mm-hmm. antibiotic. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. have to be aggressive. You can't just take five drops three times a day. It won't work. Does um, anybody get rid of the Lyme just strictly yes, from taking an antibiotic? Well, the antibiotic doesn't eradicate it in most cases. So you have to use the oregano. Because the so oregano will it burns push it, it up. Will it push it back a little bit? Like well, the antibiotics can work in some people. They do. Mm-hmm. But only about one in four. Most okay. people go into a state of chronic Lyme. The bacteria mutates to the antibiotic and evades it. So we can't push the antibiotic aside because they have a value, but unfortunately not good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, so yeah, if you catch it, see, all right, antibiotics. If you catch the Lyme right away, you've got a you've got a reaction within 24, 48 hours somehow. The doctor prescribes the doxycycline on the schnoz. That's when it's most effective. Okay. But I'm telling people, look, if you get bit, take your doxycycline if you're going to go that route. I opted out, I, and I'm glad I did because I made these discoveries. But take the oregano with it. You see? Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much do they take with it? Well, I would take 40 drops, which is a whole dropper full, four times a day if I was just an average Joe. I'm taking my doxycycline. I'm taking my oregano oil. If uh, I wanted to be more aggressive, I would add in the oregoresp. Uh So at least the those two, along with the dar- drug, if you wanted to take the drug. Now, some people say, I don't want to take the drug. Sure. And that's fine. Sure. That's your choice. And so, therefore, you would take the oil of oregano, the juice, the Oregamax. Uh, when you say juice, what are you talking about? Juice, that's the hydrazole of wild oregano. It crosses the blood-brain barrier. Yeah. You want to cross that blood-brain barrier with that wild oregano to root it out, that spirochete, which corkscrews its way into the brain and, and spinal cord. Mm. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yes, I do. 
So now if there's a lot of chronic pain or concern of chronic pain or inflammation, then you add in the hempanol, hempanol super strength, which is extremely effective. And if there's brain damage, you have to have that one too because the mm. cannabinoids help repair the brain stem from any toxic damage. I talk about that in the cannabis cure. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. What are you going to do? Well, you have to do the work. That's what you have to do. Yeah, you have to understand and, uh, that you have to do the work. If you're not willing to do the work, then and you can buy all your product. You can buy all your products, but yeah, you, you have don't. to get after it. And there's expense involved for some people. It's a bit difficult, so that's why we have the stages. We say basic protocol. Then, you know, moderate protocol, severe, extreme. So, but not just to, for budget purposes, so people can see the severity that they have and then match it to the to the specific uh, intake. But I haven't just been able to eradicate Lyme in many cases, and that's the good news, you see. Are you putting people on a nutritional protocol as well? Well, you do that. You 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 put them on nutritional protocol. You uh, you get them. I I put them on uh, grass-fed animal food and low carbohydrate, which is the opposite of everybody else in line. But I don't care. I get rid of the mm-hmm. sugar and the white flour and the in the white rice and the poison. Right. I mm-hmm. make them eat a lot of fat: avocado, olive oil, olives, uh, uh, grass-fed. You know, chicken soup with the bones and and uh, collagen, you know, because mm-hmm. the lime spirochete destroys the collagen, and 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 I, you know, if, if there, if you look in the book, the Lyme disease cure, right? Yes. I have these supplements for nutritional deficiency to build people mm-hmm. up, like the NutriHemp Protein Extreme, the Polar Power, Purely C, Purely Pack. It's there in the book, in case that uh, we need to do more than just. Uh, some oregano oil and a couple of other products. And, Question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does the oregano oil kill the good bacteria so that you have mm-hmm. to supplement that with probiotics? Especially, yeah, especially in that dose, yes, you should You should consider some probiotic. Uh, you should consider some probiotic because you have such a high dose of the oregano that you will start to a little bit upset the uh, good flora. Mm-hmm, so at mm-hmm. night, uh, at bedtime, you take a probiotic to neutralize Why? that issue. Why at night? Because the gut's lazy at night. <laughs> so you want laziness so you can implant the good bacteria. Uh, it's, the, just, it's funny. I do take it at night. You do? How I did absolutely you figure do. that out? Okay. Got me. Right. I just yeah. I just take it before bedtime. Always okay. do. Yeah, at night it is. Nighty night. Uh, <laughs> what we've got to do is we've got to have a hope, a lot of hope for Lyme. Yeah. Because if you kill the spirochete and the mycoplasma, the babesia, if you kill the pathogen, then you can start to recover. That's how mm-hmm. it kind of works. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That's the whole basis of antibiotic therapy. All we're doing is replacing, I'm doing, I should say, and not any company or any Joe Smith, uh, not trying to endorse, um, you know, a company's position, because I know they can't make claims. But as a freedom of speech guy and an author, uh, all I'm doing is I'm using the spice oils, the God-given cure, Mm-hmm. And replacing the approach of the antibiotics. So the antibiotics are there to kill the spirochete. I'm going to burn them out with the oregano. And I burn them out, I do. People get well and they recover and they have a life again. Now, is it going to work in every case? I don't know. It should. But some people might be too far gone, you know, at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you use, um, you know, I mean, you've authored so many books. Do you talk about the oil oregano in any of your other books? Well, the cure is in the cupboards, the mainstay, but the uh, the cannabis cure, I talk a little bit about the oregano oil, but it's more mm-hmm. about the cannabis extract. Obviously, mm-hmm. the, the Lyme disease cure, obviously natural cures for killer germs. So there's a, what, a good 
eight books that talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I have a question on your natural cures for high blood pressure. Um, yeah. Do you talk about olive leaf extract by any chance? No, I don't. Uh, natural cures for high blood pressure probably emphasizes black seed oil, uh, resveratrol extracts, high fat diet. But no, there's no olive leaf discussion yet in my books. Okay. I was just curious. Olive oil, I, was, I talk about. Uh huh. Actually, I was taking olive leaf extract and grapeseed extract a zillion years ago. It was a very long time ago. Well, you were ahead of your game there. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. You were way ahead of your game on that one. Yeah, yeah. I wish I'd stuck so to it. <laughs> Well, <laughs> you know how that goes. All, right? you, the only thing you're missing is the oil of oregano and oregano max, and uh, maybe a bit of juice and some black seed oil. Then you're really going to be on fire. Yeah, I really haven't done much research on black seed oil. What's it from? Well, I've got black that seed, brand obviously. new book. Well, yeah, that's the the black seed miracle brand oh, new book. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll have to get that. Yeah, and the black seed is, well, what the Prophet Muhammad said, it cures everything but death. And so what does that mean? Well, we know that black seed, um, when you take it every day, it -hmm. prevents cardiovascular um, toxicity, like cardiac arrhythmia, angina, heart rhythm disturbances at large. It won't Uh, clean your arteries, though, correct? Well, it's... It might help with the cleaning the arteries, but you need some resveratrol really for that and some pomegranate flavonoids. But mm-hmm, where black seed mm-hmm. is particularly valuable is the heart muscle. Mm-hmm. It's rich in a substance known as thymoquinone, and thymoquinone mm-hmm. is very similar to coenzyme Q10. Yes, uh, yes. So, so it's a CoQ10-like agent, and it works on the mitochondria to improve combustion mm-hmm. of oxygen inside the cardiac uh, myocardium. So there's a huge benefit of taking black seed oil on a regular basis or the black seed. And the other thing is anti-tumor. And then finally, it's the anti-diabetic. It's also good anti-parasitic. Oh, my gosh. It's a valuable natural medicine, and it's not a wild plant. It's a raised. There's a good black seed product called Oil of Black Seed. And then there's another one called oil of black seed gel caps with fennel and cumin, and those would be my two favorites. There's two good companies. One is Amazing Herbs, and the one and the other one we've talked about, North American Herb and Spice. They have a okay. benefit of having freshly cold pressed Turkish, 100% Turkish, whereas the other company uses Turkish, Indian, Egyptian, or whatever it can get its hands on, but. North American uses just Turkish. That's the and Turkish is premium, premium. And they make so, and they make the black seed. They take the, oil the black, black seeds and they grow the black seeds in Turkey. Mm-hmm. And then, in their association with the factories overseas, the village people press the the oil, uh, press it out, and then it's shipped to the United States. So you have. Two good brands, amazing herbs, but that can be Indian and Egyptian and Turkish. So better to oh, get the great. North American Urban Spice because it's 100% Turkish. So okay. that's just to give our, your listening audience a, a guide to quality. Sure. But, yes, you know, I really know. Any some... black seed oil is going to have a benefit. Just you want to get the best. And that really is difficult to determine because there are it's so very many difficult. companies very, selling very so many. Pitches. Mm, very difficult. How about how are you going to determine what the best vitamin is? One person says theirs is raw, another one says theirs is whole food, and you're looking at it and you're thinking, well, how can it be? It's got 300% of the RDA of all these things in a little pressed pill. How is it? How is it raw? How? So, and then people buy it and they think it's raw. They think it's whole food, and it's not. And they, mm-hmm. Oh, I buy the raw one. Well, I tell them it's not. What? You mean it is raw? I said, no, it's not raw. <laughs> but it is raw. No, it's not. <laughs> I give up. Does North American only make that one product, or do they make multiple products? No, they make they make uh, whole food nutrients. They make the Purely C, which is 
non-GMO vitamin C from Camu Camu and Acerola. How about standard some- process? Standard they- process is not bad, but they don't have the high dose. And the one thing about North Americans, they're fairly high dose because they're using rice, you know, to make their B vitamin. They're using rice mm-hmm. bran, royal jelly, and truly yeast, so it's fairly reasonable dose. They're using uh, uh, they're using all sorts of nutrients like sunflower seed vitamin E and fatty salmon oil, uh, rice bran, royal jelly, truly yeast in their multiple oh, vitamins. So you're getting a reasonable dose than just mm-hmm. ground up food. Um, so so, but standard process is also one thing you should know. They're using feedlot glandulars these days oh. so oh no so we want to go something oh, more sophisticated uh, and get away from that um, i've had okay. a couple of people who've gotten mad cow syndrome from feedlot glandulars oh so no don't, don't be taking feedlot glandulars i don't care who makes them you know okay yeah interesting yeah so you have to really be astute about your quality and the ingredients that's not easy yeah. really not easy no for the layperson. No. Now, toot the horn for North American Herb and Spice. They don't use any GMOs, no ascorbic acid, no lecithin, no soy protein isolate because they care about the people and care about you know their reputation but care more about what they're doing for folks. And no magnesium stearate, no fillers, no coal tar vitamins, not too bad. I'm going to uh, look them up for sure. Yeah. Check them out. I don't know what kind of a web presence they've got, but they've got a basic website, oregonall.com. Certainly all the products are up there. Uh, hunt them down. You can give them a call, one 800 I'm going to hunt the ticks down, too, if they're not careful. 1-800-243-5242. Yeah. What, um, do you have their link on your website? I don't have nothing. I mean, I'm just I. I have this informational website. I sell my books. I sell the Herbal yeah. Protect X with my book. I. You should put that on there. I don't know. I I should put all kind of stuff on there, but I just I need to get a little bit more like commercial or something. <laughs> 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 but I. Don't. I mean, I sometimes I'll give a lecture and I'll forget. I just start the lecture. I'll forget to announce anything. And by the time I'm done, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> we're two hours into this. And everybody's all fired up and they're lined well, I up. Love your, I, love your, I love your passion. So it's, it's just, just, you know, you got to be in there to, in there with, with the thick with the folks. You know, what good mm-hmm. is it if you're not helping people and doing good service? You know, we're here to serve. We're not here to take. You know, we're here true. to help. We've got very true. That's why I do this show. Get the word yeah, out to everybody. Get the word out. Look, look at vaccinations. In my whole history, thirty years, I never once prescribed them to any of my patients. Mm-hmm. I banned mm-hmm. them from taking them. I fought hard to not for relatives not to use them, and all I got was grief from the medical board. You know what I'm sure. saying? Sure. Sure. Like, I can't tell you how many three-letter agencies have been after me, and they won't leave me alone. And the mm-hmm. medical board and the whole thing. I mean, you can't pay a lot of attention to it because you drive yourself crazy. But, you know, they, they work for the devil. And so, you know, you stand up and you try to help people out and do the right thing and make sure they don't poison themselves and give them guidance and teach them how to eat right and how to avoid food processor poison. And one time the food processor sent a fax around about me. And they, I was supposed to lecture at two prominent institutions. They killed both of the lectures. This was back about 1996. Mm, so I that's called, a long time ago. I, yeah, I called, you know, I, I, my expenses were paid. I was to get an honorarium and I got the lectures got canceled suddenly. But mm-hmm. one of the people said, I'll tell you who's behind it. And she faxed me the faxes. And it was the food processors. They said that Igram has to be shut down, you know, my family name. We have to get rid of him. We have to shut his book down. We have to stop him. This was when I only published two books back then. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I have the faxes, but they've degenerated, you know, those. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
he's against, you know what they said? He's against nitrated meats, hydrogenated oil, alcoholic beverages, and refined sugar. We got to do something about him. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah, honest to they're, God. That's the, oh. They're monopoly. You know, they can't. If the word got out about their poison, their stupid sugar candies, and their corn syrup, and their poisonous GMOs, and their miserable nitrated meats, then nobody would buy the stuff anymore. And go out of business. It's kind of nice, though, how the organic is uh, becoming, you know, it's up and coming. You walk into your local grocery stores and they have organic sections yeah, now no, for vegetables vegetables and fruits. So I think, um, you know, the public is is asking for that. They're, They're asking for it. it. They're asking for it, all right. I used yeah. to have to drive really far to get my organic vegetables and fruits. Now, just down the street. Down the street, they're asking for it. Well, a lot of farmers take, markets. We'll take too, it where know? we can. We we'll take it where we mm-hmm. can. What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. We can't fight. We have to take it as you know all the good that comes our way. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, so so keep your fungus from invading your body. You know, kill your spirochete. Take out your inflammation. Uh, you know, take your oregano. And your Oregamax, the very bare minimum. If you're a sick dog right now and you're listening, you know, you've got mm-hmm. Lyme, you've got fibromyalgia, polymyositis, you've got chronic fatigue syndrome, chronic inflammation, spinal stenosis, ankylosing spondylitis, stupid uh, MS, uh, Parkinson's tremor, you know, some kind of sick, like a sick dog. Mm-hmm. If you're sick like that, you got to take the oil of oregano and the oregano max, the minimum, bare, mm-hmm. bare minimum. You know, that's that's the basic. Yeah. And whatever is on the bottle, in other words, mm-hmm. whatever. No whatever more than about five or ten drops twice a day, you sick animal. About three <laughs> capsules of the oregano max twice a day. Yeah, got to do it. And clean that long? system out. Hey, you know what the Bible says? It backs me up. It says, purge yourself with the hyssop that you be clean. Well, you know, I'm not a biblical expert, but hyssop it comes from Aesop, and Aesop comes from the Hebrew Esoph, and Esoph means wild oregano. Hmm. Yeah. Purge yourself. What does it mean? Purge the stupid germs. They had germs back then. And the Almighty Creator they... knows that the people have chronic infection. That's why they're yeah, sick. Yeah, that's very true. That's very yeah. true. What a, um, if they take those two products, I want our listeners to know, um, how would they know how long to take them? I 90 mean, days, obviously, reasonable. Oh, 90, 90 days. days. Not, you okay. know, maybe uh, they might need some more power. They might need to add in a bit yeah. of the juice of oregano. They, yeah, depending they upon how they're... They may need some blacks. Yeah, I mean, you got to yeah. uh, kind of assess yourself, maybe get the cures well, in the cupboard, uh, study that. And You know, I have that. I have your book. I have that book. You do? I mean, I have several, several Congratulations. books. But, but when, that, when did that come out, Cure in the Cupboard? Ah, the first one was 1996. Well, I bought yeah. it then, I think. Yeah, yeah there's an old one you yeah. have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we've talked it up. Love you know, we've kind of We sure have. I think we've yeah. covered we've covered everything. Uh, tell our listeners how they can get your latest book or where all your books well, are. Well, the, 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 what are you doing supporting Amazon? They're trying to eat the world up. Support yep. the little guy, CassIngram.com. I have Great. my books there. You know, Great. everything we do together means we're going to build on each other. That's so right. So CassIngram, yeah, small market, health food store, CassIngram.com. Get your health food store to order my books in. Make sure you pound the health food store, you know, that you want the P73. You don't want the junk. You want the Oregamax, at least those two. You may need the Oregarest. You may need the juice if you're, you know, suffering severely. Mm-hmm. But the, that's mm-hmm. in the Lyme disease uh, cure and the cures in the cupboard. If you want to expand, if you want to expand mm-hmm. to the total body purge, the black seed oil, you can study that in my books. Uh, but if I were, if it were me, and I was listening, I would take the oil, the Oregamax, and the black seed. If I wanted to do a minimalist uh, thing, 
for my general health. You see? Would you start would you start out one at a time? No, I would take all them all at once because they have different mechanism of action. Okay, okay. And you want to get well anyway, you don't want to screw around. So With maybe food? you take five drops twice a day to start, a couple of Regamax twice a day, a couple of gel caps of the black seed or a teaspoon or two of the oil. You start out and maybe you crank it up. You've got chronic mm-hmm. fatigue, you've got fibromyalgia, you've got chronic pain, you're a sick animal, your immune system's mm. down for the count. You've done uh, so many shows on, on your, all those your gut, Yeah, your gut's blowing up, your irritable bowel, spastic colon, leaky bowel syndrome blowing up like a balloon, belly bloat, fungus, yeast, candida, and you smell like a fungus even. So <laughs> God knows what's, gro- what's growing in your guts. You gotta get it out of there. Well, your gut is your immune function. Yeah. That's where the immune function there it is. starts and lives. Okay, my friend. We did Thank it. you so much for okay. being with us, Doctor Cass. Yeah. Take Stay care. Stay around, okay? Yeah. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs> oh, that was a great show. Really, really great. Some of you listeners probably need to listen to it again just so you can get all the information that he provided. And also, you know, go to his website, get his books, ingram.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week, Wednesday, 4 4 p.m. California time. Until then, be well. Bye-bye. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have and follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com. Be sure to visit Got Cancer? Now What? for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What?